Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? It's Thursday. It's 7 p.m. Eastern. That means we're live. Twitch.tv slash ReadyCheckRadio. Time for the Relic Grind. Ready Check Radio's Final Fantasy XIV Square NX podcast chat is rearing to go. The hosts are ready to go. It's going to be a good one. Might run a little longer today, but I promise you it will not be four hours. It will also not be an advertised four hours, but let's really go seven. It won't be that either. They must have been so, like, oh my God. We'll get to it in a second. We'll get to it in a second. Uh, chat, what if I donate 20 subs? Can we get a seven-hour podcast? You know what? Yes. Yeah. I don't know what it'll be on because it'll we'll have to make it on a lot of stuff. It won't be a show, a game-specific thing. But yeah, fine, fine. Screw it. You donate 20 subs, we'll trigger a seven-hour podcast, get it scheduled, and we'll have a subathon during the entire thing. So get your ass over to twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. If you're watching on YouTube or readycheckradio.com, click those socials in the upper right-hand corner. Subscribe, follow, turn on the notifications, tell your friends if you like what we do here and you don't want to sub because that costs money, just the follow and the, you know, all that stuff. That helps us out, believe it or not. Feed that algorithm, boys and girls. Feed that algorithm. Joining me to go over all Live Letter 66 and job action goodness, our reactions since our last week's show was the day before, Mr. Chris Montoya, a.k.a. Tarkoth. What's up? Thanks, programs. I am doing fantastic. Well, I was not doing fantastic. I just real quick, you know, I was kind of hungry like here, but my food levels were down here. So I had to kind of go to the store to, to make them even. Right. And right. now they're even. Right. So but, but one's still, still the same wait, tart. Wait, wait, wait. But one I brought those food Right, but one up. seems a little more. One seems like I when I read the potency of your hunger, yeah, it was lower. Yeah, but I I'm we're bringing up, you know, we're evening them out. Right. The, right, but but hunger, if I'm reading the potency and it's smaller, then it does less damage, right? No, no, because I, I have more food now. Oh. So it's still the same tart. Gotcha. But the yeah, levels okay. All right, so now, everything's going to be the same. Now I'm with you. Okay. Now, now I'm with you. I'm with you. Don't I'm with you. Also on the sir. line, Adam Lane, a.k.a. Kronos. What's up, sir? Hold on. If our Scholar player is doing okay, then I think we're good. Right? Like, if he's not well, depressed. Yeah. I think we're well, doing okay. Well, yeah, you I forget that we going Sage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's why. He's totally abandoning Scholar. He's. You said that, and he was like, who's not, our Scholar not player? Not for the reasons <laughs> that we're going to talk about. <laughs> Not for like, the reasons we're going to talk about. Who's that. our scholar player? I don't know. <laughs> Burn, did you switch heels? I, what's going on, man? What's going on? Hell no, not after I saw Black Mage and Red Mage. Anyway, uh, yeah. So yeah. So before we like jump into it, I know we're all eager to, like I said, might go a little long. We still want to keep this around an hour so that if you're listening on the go or watching on YouTube, you're not here for seven hours. But yeah, if you want to see some live seven-hour stuff, good lord, I don't even know what I just committed to. Uh, yeah, follow, follow. I'm all for it. I'll be part of so it. So before we we get started, we should make a note here, uh, a little moment of silence, if you will, for Stephen Critchlow, the voice actor for just the absolutely fantastic Count Edmond de Fortin. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, also, voice actor in Big Finish productions, uh, Doctor Who, stuff like that. Uh, sadly, passed away this week. Uh, far too soon. Far too soon. There have been a ton of vigils on servers uh, across the game. They're very touching. They're very touching. Uh, just some of them. Uh, oh, man, there was one, and they had the night Ishgard music going, and I was just like, yeah. big baby. I'm a big baby. Yeah, passed away this week. So condolences to friends and families. Let's do 10 seconds. I mean, we can't. Uh, a one minute is awkward, so we'll do 10. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Let's move on and get started with the live letter 66, all about job action goodness. And yeah, they advertise. You think we're joking if you didn't see it. If you didn't see it. You think we're joking. It was originally scheduled to be four hours long, which if you have not watched or viewed or gone through many lives letter, live letters is already a long live letter. These typically, depending on what they have planned, usually an hour and a half to three hours for the longer ones. The longer ones that are like the dot ones, right? Stuff like that. This was scheduled to be four hours, and we knew that it was just going to focus on like combat-related stuff. So this wasn't like a full Endwalker deep dive or anything. I went to bed after Summoner was shown off when they started talking about range DPS stuff. That was one o'clock my time in the morning. That was three hours, a little over three hours into the live letter. When they took their break at about the two hour mark, they even said, you know what? We're already like 40 minutes behind schedule. At that point, I was like, shit, we're in for a long one, boys. (laughs) I woke up the next morning, Kronos, Wanted to go back, and I'm like, I probably got an hour, you know, to watch because I cut out at, like, the three-hour mark. They were a little behind, so maybe I have, like, an hour and a half. I pulled the video up, <laughs> and I was like, seven hours? Are you kidding me? This has to be they didn't lop off the front end of the stream being live for, like, two hours with just the title slide up. Eight minutes into the video, the title slide goes away, and the beginning goes, I'm like, Okay, they, there's a lot of stuff at the end. I jump to the end, and oh my god, it basically ends at the timestamp. This thing went for... That is like 5 in the morning Eastern time before that thing ended, Kronos. Yeah, I think I went to bed sometime around 3.30. So I tried. But then as soon as they started talking about like teleportation fees and some <laughs> other stuff, I was just like, yep, time for bed. Bedtime. I'll catch the spark notes when I get back up and read the rest of it oh. and watch it again. Oh, God. Lou in chat has now jumped in if the seven-hour stream thing happens, uh, <laughs> the subathon happens. He's going to come over and be on the show, too. Oh, God. What a mess. <laughs> what a mess. People better sub. Good grief. <laughs> Tark, did you catch the whole thing, boss? Did you, that did was you, my, did you try? That was my first YouTube stream. I was there for the entire thing. I was exhausted. They looked absolutely drained. Yoshi P looked wrecked before it started. (laughs) That dude looks tired. He looks so tired. And six, seven hours. Yeah, by hour... They said it was three parts. So the first part 
wasn't even done to like hour three and a half, four. So like, yeah. oh my god, this is gonna go on forever. So much information. Now, the of fact course, that the job trailer itself yeah. was twenty minutes long was just well, and that's usually a little longer uh, trailer and they to played begin it twice. with. Yeah, they played it twice. They also did have live translations going on, so that extended the time. And I think that they, being honest, they probably underestimated the amount of time that there would be pauses for translation uh, and things mm -hmm. like that. So I'm, I'm sure these things will slim up. Uh, even the longer, more action-packed ones, I'm sure they'll slim up a little bit uh, and they maybe won't be as granular about different things. But I, I say we just go through it, gentlemen. Your overall reaction to the entire live letter, one through ten, what do you got, Kronos? Key, just oh, high-level thoughts. I mean, for me, the job trailer was so good that even though I fell asleep like an hour and a half before it was over, it's still like got to be like a nine for me. Like the thing is, is like the, the more classes we get, the longer these trailers are gonna be. Yeah. So like the fact that it's twenty minutes, honestly, dude, give me as much information as you want. I know that probably overloads some people, but I love seeing all the tooltips. I like seeing the community like try to translate Japanese on the fly. So I know what the abilities do. Yeah, when you see um, BattleTech scroll and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, you screenshot it really quick. Yeah, you gotta you gotta really watch what Yoshi P hovers over. Um, yeah. So I mean, it was really cool, and and all the all the stuff they're doing, minus a couple things, I think is going in the right direction. Um, and and most of the stuff looks super badass, especially the stuff we're gonna talk about going forward. I don't want to like waste too much of it now yeah, but yeah. i mean there are some changes that a lot of people are pretty hyped for so. yeah because we're going to itemize some stuff we're again we are not going to get as granular as the live letter did we, we there are some things that are just like hey this is what they're doing cool all right next uh tark overall thoughts one through ten the live letter itself not the job action trailer specifically or anything the entire shebang uh i probably gave it a nine as well uh, there was a lot of combat information and a lot of information just about the future health of the game, which I found intriguing. Um, and they didn't even get into gathering and crafting. That's going to be next live letter. So yep, that's no uh, early November. They're going to hit that. Uh, they did kind of bring up one or two small tidbits. They're in our yeah. kind of miscellaneous bits at the end of the show here today. So we will give them to you, but expect a lot more if you are a crafter gatherer. That's the focus of the live letter on November 5th. It is the 5th, right? Yes, it is the 5th. All right. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure I had my date right. Notice how Mike left out that it's also PvP. He didn't want to mention uh, that. No, it's just crafting and gathering. <laughs> uh, <laughs> somebody uh, tweeted at me that they were they were they knew I was heartbroken that there was no PvP in this live letter, and I was. I was crying. No joke aside, by the uh, no jokes here, by the way, as an aside. Uh, the next time, and I let Happy know this, the next time I host something with Happy, I did record me PVPing because I knew he wouldn't believe me because I've like pranked him like two or three different times you. on shows. <laughs> so I did record me doing some PVP to air the next time I host anything with Mr. Happy. So please look forward to it. Uh, it's not good, but please look forward <laughs> yeah, to no. it. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to give it an eight. I kind of got to ding it for being seven hours. As much as I'm a Final Fantasy fan, as much as I know you are Final Fantasy fans, and all the more information, the better. Like, we could dig into the stuff like this. Even, like, I was like, okay, seven hours is kind of ridiculous for what you covered. There were portions that I thought could have been five-minute segments and move on. 
it, there was there was like like the teleportation fees. There was like a lot of rehashing the same sentence in three or four different ways. Um, and and granted, I'm sure they were all tired and all that stuff. Uh, and they're very excited about what they do, and and we're very excited to watch it. So I do got to kind of knock it a little bit. I'm okay with a seven hour stream. I kind of feel like this could have been a five hour stream uh, and not sacrificed on any of the content. So I got to ding you a little bit there. A little bit there. Give me the one point. The job action trailer obviously was the big opening. And again, about 20 minutes long. And they did show it uh, at the beginning of the, the show and a second time later. I had to write about it on MMOBomb.com immediately after it concluded. That's how good for me this was. Uh, Q and I were kind of planning on, we'll put up a little something a few hours into the live letter with a few key highlights on MMOBomb of whatever had been announced then. I told, I told her, I said, hey, the job action trailer will at least be done by that point. If they have separate trailers for Sage and Reaper, they'll probably be ready to go at that point. We'll put a little something together on MMO Bomb. And then throughout the weekend, her and I were each going to like write a piece or two on, on, on some of the smaller stuff. Uh, the job action trailer was so good. I pinged Q and we talked and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm just doing this. And, and I wrote it up. To date, this is the best job action trailer. Not just because it's cool. We're seeing new zones. We're seeing new classes. We've done that before, Tark. Uh, yep. Just the, the way it's cut, what it's showing off, uh, I think this nailed exactly what they needed to do in ways they haven't done with this trailer before. And they didn't go through every single ability, which right. is good. Um, I'm sure there's still a lot of abilities that are still there um, that weren't shown there. But they got to the, the meat and potatoes of it. Why some classes need like multiple AoE attacks is, is one thing. I, I don't know. But... This was the reveal that we are getting three new jobs. Basically, three new yeah. jobs. <laughs> four. It's amazing. Kind of, honestly, kind of, kind of four. Yeah, there's arguments for both four and five, actually. So, yeah. uh, pretty amazing. This is by far the best job action trailer. Ten out of ten. It's amazing. Right, right now we're just kind of watching the beginning, so we're seeing Dragoon, Kronos. What did you think as this aired? And and we were talking pre-show, like for. Final Fantasy VII heads like us, it is very fun to go and watch this later in slow motion and literally frame by frame in certain instances. And, hey, that, okay, no, that's a, your camera flickered, Kronos. Your camera oh, no. flickered. Uh, you told me to let I, you know. I, it actually might be my camera. It might not be my internet. You but told yeah, me continue. to let you know. No, no, um, yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the struggle is real. It is fun to go, okay, wait a minute. Is that just a slightly modified animation of an ability that we have already? Okay, yeah, I think it is. That's a new ability. Now, was it, did that AOE or is it just a big animation? Yeah, it, it is very fun to pick it apart. You've been doing it for basically hours now, too. So yeah. all three of us have, but you were talking about a pre-show, so I'll turn it over to you for that. So like you know, I had a, we were in a Discord with all my uh, raid members and stuff. It, we were hawking the Square Enix YouTube page until they put it up during the live letter, so oh, that yeah. we could all watch it while they were talking about other stuff that we didn't care about. Like I, I don't need a, I don't need three slides for belts, no thank you. But like, um, so we just kept watching it over and over and over again, and uh, it's great. Like even from the beginning, the production value you can tell is like oh, yeah. way higher. Give me something in game where I can do that for raids, please. Like play stuff and like do yeah. stuff with like my party. 
that would be awesome. I didn't even think about it until they show that, yeah. like how awesome that would be in game. But just having that and showing that, uh, I just think it like up the production value. You always get to hear the nice, good music, and then yeah, like you can't show every ability. You don't want to show every ability. I think they showed almost the right amount of stuff. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more, but I mean, you're already pushing 20 minutes, so it's like it's it's by far, like you said, by far the best job action trailer they've ever made. Yeah, so. just top to bottom, it's it's edited well. I mean, they did they did a really solid job with this one. Uh, and we're not going to dissect this. Uh, you know, Happy's obviously doing his videos where he is dissecting each class, and I'm sure we have thoughts on that. We're going to talk about the classes themselves going through the overarching sections, kind of like they did in the live letter, rather than uh, sit here and dissect the job action trailer itself. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Overall, we we saw a few bigger announcements that are global, that are across the board. Love the transition so much. Hope someone extracts all of them. Prismind, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we did see a couple more global things before we really started to get to tanks, healers, DPS, breakdowns. One of the big ones, a lot of abilities, gentlemen, are being pushed to recast timers of one or two minutes off of the minute and a half mark, except fuck my black mage and his ley lines. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of get it. I get it. You know, with the, the increase that it puts there, that might make things a little bit uh, too much or a little not enough. So fine, leave it at a minute and a half. Hey, if Yoshi P is not happy about it, I can be not happy about it, too, so that's fine. But this should uh, generally help with not only rotation timing on with getting some new abilities and things like that, but when I was sitting there thinking about it, Kronos, a little bit in the back of my head was, huh, the GCD is not changing. That, that's fine. This is the, the recast uh, ability, the recast timer on these things. But even just changing that, should start to dip into like the number one complaint you hear of brand new Final Fan, and it's just that minute that uh, GCD is just brutal. Everything on the GCD, and I can't fill it until later. I think the recast timer starts to change the game a little bit. They didn't modify the GCD, but I do think this maybe starts to lean this in that kind of all right. Let's speed things up direction. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm still worried about lower level stuff because I do still think a lot of the yeah. stuff that they're changing is post 50. Um, a lot of the stuff is like raid buff stuff, yep. which will be great for like alignment. You have some weird 90 second stuff. I mean, I know ley lines not changing, but there's like a lot of other stuff, like percentage stuff, like you know, like uh, battle litany things like that. They just don't. They only line up like every like, like the first the beginning of the fight, and then like not till like six minutes into the fight, which kind of feels bad. So now everything that's kind of like that should line up every minute or every two minutes, which will be nice Yeah, uh, for raids. Um, I, I will be interested to see if it does affect, like, the leveling stuff, like you're saying. Like, it, it, it will be nice to hit the buttons faster. Like, those kind of buttons will feel a lot better. And, and you see that change. Um, I know I'm maybe skipping just a little bit. I don't want to like, go too much into detail. With Red Mage, right? Yeah. How they're, they're changing how fast you get your melee combo and, like, how much it costs and what Manification does. And I do think that that's good for that class, right? Because now you don't have to like get all the way to eighty eighty to start doing your like, you know, your meat and potatoes, I guess, for lack of a better term. Yeah, um, red mage, and again, red mage is like my secondary main, right? For those of you that don't know, I black mage, red mage are almost equal, right up there. Uh, red mage has always felt like, yes, it's a build spend, build spend class, but it felt like build 
build, 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 spend. Nice, <laughs> sweet. Build, 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 spend. Sweet. Yeah, <laughs> spend. Yeah. So I, yeah, this would, this will definitely help, uh, help out. Kronos, what it, what's, or uh, Tarkoth, what's your take on it? On the global cooldown? No, not, no, no, no. The ability the... recast uh, cooldown. One minute, two minute. Oh, the 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 OGCDs. Uh, I think it's good. I think it's good for the game. They can plan things out for the encounters a little bit better, um, knowing exactly when things are coming um, in a more structured format. Again, rip uh, ley lines. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to organize all those things with the, uh, especially with the ultimates coming around. That's going to be sweet. All right, so let's break it down, gents. We'll start with... I keep meaning to just leave the B-roll slide up so the job action play, <laughs> trailer just plays while we're doing this. Uh, but I keep cutting to your guys' cameras, not realizing I'm going to start my damn trailer over again. Uh, tanks. We're just going to kind of take it in the order they were giving it. Tanks, number one thing, defensive cooldowns now have a buff based on timing and other abilities you've used. So not just necessarily, hey, I'm going to use my cooldown, my defensive cooldown on L Tank Buster, uh, and that's it. It might be actually beneficial to use that ability at different times that you weren't using it and Kronos at different times in your rotation, which honestly, I think is pretty badass. I think it's pretty badass. I, I think it's cool in theory. Um in theory, don't, yeah. We don't we don't know what it is. They were really vague about this, um, and I'm interested to see, like, because when they first yeah, well, said Freycore, it, not only were they vague, they they were not great explanations. And Freycore in chat points that out. They spent so long explaining this, and it was badly explained. Yeah, like when they first said it, I was like, okay, so is every defensive cooldown like emboldened now, where like you hit it and it gets weaker, or something like that, or do you actually get like some kind of beneficial status? Is the things that we see in the trailer, like the upgraded animations, is that related to this? I I don't know, and and I the only thing I'm worried about is if damage is tied to this might be a bad thing. Like if you get an actual damage buff or increased potency because of this stuff, you're gonna really increase the ceiling on how classes play. And yeah. I don't know if that's something they want to do. But if it's just like a defensive buff. Or like you know, you get a little bit more mitigation, or maybe like a better cooldown because you did it. That's okay. I just hope it's in, not tied in, to damage. In my brain, that's the way I interpreted this, and it could just yeah. be like wishful thinking on my part, right? Because again, it wasn't explained all that well. But in my brain, this was more, hey, if you use this at this point in your rotation or at this point uh, in your uh, timing, yeah, then. You know, instead of giving you 50 of the defensive cooldown, it'd give you 55, you know, mm. or you just modify it in, in those. Tark, it could totally be different from that, but in my brain, I'm like, that would be really cool if it worked that way. Because right now, uh, all the tank defensive cooldowns are literally, okay, yeah. I just, whenever the tank buster is, I'm going to hit that button, and then that's it. I'm not going to hit mm -hmm. it again at any point, even if it's on cooldown, until the next tank buster. Uh, and that's where I was kind of thinking, like thinking like Paladin, you know, you got a physical phase and a magical phase. If you use this defensive cooldown during your magical phase, it has increased effects. Um, if you use this other defensive cooldown during your physical phase, maybe you get a big AOE defensive. So I'm, I'm hoping it's kind of like that. 
um, that you have to think about which one you're using during which phase, um, give a little bit of complexity to somewhat basic combo system. Um, Prismine says, they... I just hope it's more instances of elements of Blackest Night. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that that's part of what comes in. You know, you got Frey out and you use Blackest Night. That becomes an AoE. Who knows? I mean, we'll see. Uh, but they really didn't give us much information other than, you know, hey, the, this will be a thing. More uh, details, please? Tanks also Question? grabbed and melee DPS grabbed the ability to no longer have combos broken by using ranged attacks like Tomahawk. This is a tank change, but also a melee DPS change. So basically, you don't have a reset of your potency because you had to back yourself out of you know, near to boss AOE stuff and, and then charge back in Tark. So this I think is just a welcome change across the board. Yeah. Cause um, most players, if they're in the middle of a combo, aren't going to break their combo. They'd rather lose a GCD than break their combo because yeah. that's just a DPS loss. Um, so this, this is a welcome change. Um, I know one Dragoon in particular, um, she's probably going to put that uh, spear throw back on her bar. Finally. <laughs> I don't even know if you have to now that they got more stacks of other stuff. But right. I mean, it's, it's, a nice, it's, it's a nice change, though. Uh, I mean, like it again. I, I mentioned like the ceiling earlier. This raises the floor, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I don't think this really affects the ceiling at all because you're, you're still gonna have those greed lords that like just know mm -hmm. yeah. how to time their GCD every time and don't miss their combos, which they're already doing. This just makes it convenient for your average player or slightly above average player that yeah, when they like miss time or greed, they back out. Now, yeah, that Dragoon can throw their Lance um, and not feel terrible about yeah. throwing their Lance and because not, they just dropped their combo. And not have basically just reset themselves. Yeah. 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 Um, and then we got into kind of where we started the show today. Uh, the longest explanation ever for something that you're really not going to fully understand until you see it. Yeah. Uh, and that is the fact that they took a moment to talk about potency, particularly when it comes to physical versus magic abilities. And there was a lot of this going on uh, <laughs> as Tark explained his hunger at the beginning of the show. And they tried to explain that, hey, the calculation in the background is trying to keep the two on par with each other. But due to the way things work, potencies on some physical abilities in particular may look lower. But because of the way they're meant to be used in conjunction with buffs and things like that, the ability texts have, might have lower potency, but your overall output, if you're playing in yeah. at least moderately ideal circumstances, you don't have to be top tier or anything, but in at least moderately uh, normal circumstances, the overall output will be higher and on par between physical and magical. And I think Tark, you know, as much as they tried to like go into some minor detail with this, unless you're seeing, hey, look at this ability for a dragoon. Its mm -hmm. current potency is this. Its new potency is going to be this. You look and you think that that's a lower number and it is. But let's show you the rotation now and what you're going to be doing in Endwalker. And you can see that the output is relatively the same, if not increased. Without those types of examples, it's just a, it's a vague concept to try to hammer home. Uh, I yeah. do have a feeling that this is one we're going to get 
uh, a lot more in-depth analysis off of people from the media tour coming up when the embargo on that drops on the 13th. And this is something I tried to bring up uh, during my live stream is that, you know, this is the perfect time to do it. This is one of the things I was talking about, health of the game. They're doing the stat squish. They're seeing this imbalance uh, in the stats with the physical DPS. Now's the time to fix that. So it's all math on the back end. They're fixing it. Yes, things will look different. They're fixing it. It's going to be okay. It's the same game. You're going to be doing the same damage. It's okay. Calm down. Yep. Uh, Percentage-wise speaking, yeah, you'll yeah. be doing the same damage. Go ahead, yeah. Uh, Kronos. Yeah. Uh, God to me, damn uh, it. I... <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Did you flip the thing? Yeah. So you restarted the video? Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, so to me, like, this was kind of like, I don't really, like, feel like this kind of even really affects me, honestly. Like, because I'm just going to see the numbers in the game, yeah. right? Like, it, it's cool to know, and it's cool to know that they're working on it. Kind of like, for me, the stat squish, like, people are freaking out about it. But, like, the stat squish is no. it's the same. Nothing's going to change. It's just math. Just my numbers are not as big on the screen. But, yeah, like, you're not the doing 20K, is... you're doing, you know, you're doing 4K. Uh, you're... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One-fifth. Potency values are more important to me than you know, the, than that, than seeing that bigger number. So it's like, yeah, to me, like, yeah, I, I think it's cool that they brought this up. I didn't even know it was a thing. Um, and I'm glad they're like working on it, but I don't think it's even, most people won't even see the effect of it. I think they're just going to fix it and then it'll be fine. And you might even I, see I just, like some slight well, changes. I, I just think they wanted to get ahead of the idea yeah. of like once the media embargo for the press tour, which we were not, uh, we're not taking part in. Uh, so Mr. Happy and and Sly and I, there are a ton of others, uh, but mm -hmm. as far as our local friends here to Relic Grind, Sly and uh, Happy are both part of it, so look for their coverage. I, I think they wanted to get out ahead of screenshots of potency numbers for existing right. abilities having yes, exactly. a lower number than what they currently do. Oh, okay, yeah, that no, that makes sense. I think yeah. that's why they kind of wanted to get out ahead exactly. of it. Yeah. Um, if they don't if they don't bring it up now. And people will freak out when they're like, wait, they're going to freak out anyway. Cut in half. But so. Yeah, they're going to freak out anyway. Um, <laughs> there's, there's nothing you do about that. They're still freaking out about Stat Squish. Uh, so, uh, gap closing has been buffed for tanks as well. An increase of 33% on the range up to 20 Yalms. Now, uh, granted, you know, I don't do a ton of tanking, but I do some. This is kind of one of those, and I, I'm, you know, I don't tank unreals and stuff. You know, I just DPS the unreals and ultimates and stuff like that. Uh, and I know j neither of you gentlemen tank, but is this a, a huge change for tanks? Like, I've never really had a gap closing issue with tanks, but I fully recognize I'm not doing a one tier content as a tank. I'm doing it as DPS. This probably won't affect much in raid scenarios. There are times where you might run like slightly out of your gap closer range. Like uh, Warrior had the best one, and I mean we could touch. I'll touch on that now. I kind of don't like the onslaught change. I kind of wish they would remove potencies from gap closers and just make them just gap closers, like not at damaged. Point, at, at that point, you might as well just make them a roll skill and just homogenize it all. Yeah, I mean, I'm even fine with them all having their own unique one. But yeah, I mean, they could even do that. I wouldn't care. But uh, just to go back to what the buff is, I think this affects dungeons more than anything. Honestly. Oh, certainly, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So like, they'll, they might, they'll be able to do stuff to pull packs together faster, maybe. But that's kind of my point. Like, I've never been like, oh my no. god, this is so it's, hard to... It's whatever. It's kind of a whatever change. I think it's just kind of okay. like, 
nice. And uh, I thought so. I'm not out of my it, mind that I was like, no, nah, yay, nah. that's uh, nice, but okay. I think onslaught technically already had a longer range, if I'm not incorrect on it that. Did, so I yeah. think this brings everything up to like the same range yeah. now that everything's kind of the same. So. So, class-specific thoughts, Tark. Any tank you want to talk about? Because they did bring up slides uh, for each of the tank classes, the melee DPS, the range DPS, the, you know, and I don't, again, I'm not going to reiterate the entire live letter. Uh, you can go watch the live letter for that. But if there are specific tanks you want to talk about, you really like this for the Paladin, you like this for the Warrior, you like this for the Dark, dark Knights, I, I, I kind of feel bad for Dark Knights, actually. Like, yeah, they didn't really get much. Yeah, uh, and maybe we'll see something different when we see full, you know, Endwalker <clears throat> ability sets because we don't have yeah. those yet. But I kind of feel like Dark Knight was maybe left out, you know, in the cold a little bit uh, when it comes to the tanks. What about you, Tark? Uh, yeah, it just seems like everyone got a little bit of shiny at the end of some of their combos, uh, like Paladin and the Confidior three, four, five, whatever, you know, however many they're going to have uh, on their magical phase. Dark Knight, I feel bad for them. Yeah, they, they really didn't get anything special that we could see. Um, and, and the job action well, trailer I mean, they're, didn't they're actually they're do salted, Their Salted Earth got that change, right? The, yeah, it's not uh, based uh, on them, sure. Yeah, surrounding them and then a follow-up, uh, and they'll follow have a follow-up action to it, too. Sure. But, and a, oh, and a single-target defensive buff, right? <laughs> yes. And maybe a Blackest Night AOE. There's maybe? a there's a follow up to um, Edge of Shadow that they show. It looks like a follow up, but I mean again, it's just like an off global follow up. How interesting is that really? Um, and then yeah, the TBN change. We don't know what that is. Yeah. We don't know yeah, if like they have charges of TBN or or, or what. I just think that uh, for Dark Knight, the job action trailer didn't do really much justice because um, Frey was doing its abilities, and you're not you're trying to decipher did Frey do that or was that from the main character? I, you know, yeah, it was all muddled. They try to like line it up to make it look cool, and really, it, it just is. confuses you. Like, yeah. Uh, Gunbreaker's got uh, what Savage Claw and Wicked Talon uh, replaced. Right? It's on one button now. Yeah, it's on one yeah. button. One one button. Which is it's fine. I think yeah. they're just trying to like not create so many buttons. Blows. Yeah, and they got a third button bullet. Like, theirs is pretty cool. I'm probably excited to play them. But oh, I mean, you can't really. I don't know if you could top Paladin though. I feel like Paladin kind of the like the unlimited blade works or whatever yeah. the hell you want to call that crap. That was uh, it's pretty cool. I'm interested to see crazy. how it affects their rotation because now that they're adding like three extra GCDs, and some people have said that that last sword drop looks like it applies a dot. So. Uh, third cartridge for the gunbreakers too. A trait. Yeah, that's trait, cool. Trait that's that cool. Adds the third yeah. cartridge. That's nice. Yeah. And two two cartridge usability. So yeah. Yay. Yeah. All in all, I thought it, this was pretty overall good news for the tanks, uh, yeah. except Dark Knight, and it wasn't bad for Dark Knight. It was just better for everybody. Again, <laughs> by what they revealed here, these by all by no means are these full package reveals of everything that'll change or be added all the way up to 90 uh, as we go through Endwalker. Uh, on the melee DPS side of things, Faint now reduces physical and magical damage dealt, both. And there's a bigger reduction, slightly bigger reduction from physical. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to lie, I clapped on this one. Yeah, good I, awesome. I, yeah. I, I, gave, I gave some applause uh, on that announcement. 
Um, do, do, do. Oh, we already mentioned that the the uh, with the tanks, the ranged or the melee DPS also get the ranged ability, not breaking your combo as well. So I think here that was really it. We can just jump straight to the classes. I know we're going to spend a little bit of time on Reaper itself because this was the first time we got to see some things. So let's take the other ones first. <laughs> let's talk about the other melee DPSs first. You mentioned dragoons uh, already. Uh, Tarkoth, <laughs> monks. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> My son sent me a meme that somebody had said, "You know what? Playing monk as a main in Final Fantasy XIV is like getting a Christmas present every expansion, except sometimes the Christmas present when you open it up, it's a bomb." So, <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I know monks. You know, might be feeling good about some things, not others. Then Samurai's Ninjas, which ones do you want to talk about first, Kronos? Uh, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll go with Samurai just because it, it's mostly it. the same. It's mostly the same, right? Um, yep. uh, another change across the board, actually, that I just remembered that that's on here. Uh, so all your AOE combos that apply, or all your AOE combos that apply buffs or refresh buffs will now also apply buffs. So that uh, yes. affects Samurai and Dragoon and Warrior. Uh, those are like the big ones. Um, so that's a really nice change for Samurai. Uh, but I think yeah, you did. You didn't really want to touch this job. This job was already like really good, and I think every a lot of samurai players I talked to, they really really liked the class. So I think they just made like because you got um, Mekio and Subame are now have charges, so they'll probably get rid of Hagakure, but I don't know for sure. Um, but that'll make it a lot cleaner, and then who knows how to do that new EI Jutsu? But it looks badass. <laughs> it does it look awesome. amazing. Yes, he does it with no sin. Um, so I don't know how we've been trying to like rack our brains on how you do it um maybe it's like you have to burn anything on the gauge. oh they also yeah. got a new aoe combo too uh to get a third send yeah. so i'm wondering what the purpose of that is since they're already only doing tenka goken anyways maybe it's more damage i don't know um but yeah i think overall you wanted to not really touch this class much because it's already so good i feel they just they just put a cherry on the top is yeah is what it was and it's a very pretty cherry yeah, and and Monk, like they did go a little more into depth on Monk than any of the others, and I think that's kind of Tark because they were like hot on the heels of the most recent Monk changes, right? In, yeah. In in, uh, yep. in the five dot series, so they'd already changed a bunch for this class, and now they're they're kind of the way I looked at it was like they were putting the finishing touches on these changes, uh, on those overall changes because this really didn't feel huge. But it did certainly change some things for monks. Yeah, it was a continuation of the stuff they did in Shadowbringers. Because so. now they get like the masterful blitz system. Yes. Yeah. Per perfect. Yeah. Something like that. Masterful blitz. Yeah. So it's, masterful they're, blitz. they're they're saving. They're they're saving now. Yeah. yeah except they don't have suplex. At least as far as they we know. Yet. They do not. As have far suplex. as we know yet. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we've seen all the blitzes except for one, and I and I have a funny idea that it's just tornado kick. Because it's not on, yeah. it wasn't on his bar, um, okay. so okay. I, I'm thinking the last blitz is tornado kick. I do and like I, the shoulder tackle change. I was gonna say uh, I do like yeah. the shoulder like tackles that. replaced. Yeah, the and instant yeah. transmission. Yep. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And what? Up I'm, to three I'm charges excited. on that? It's three. It's three. like uh, it's just like on Avant. Yeah. I'm excited to play Monk. Honestly, I think it, I think it changes a lot now that PB is like every 40 seconds you're just doing it and you're building the blitzes and then. I mean, rising. That's definitely rising Phoenix, right? Yeah. Pretty sure. Oh yeah. Probably. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, thing I felt I felt with monks was like they they did go into a little more detail. 
Nothing looked like horribly big and flashy and brand new and sexy, but it mm-hmm. looked like a, a a more solid, you know, end cap to the changes that they've already made. Um, it does. I I think my monk is like level forty or something like that. I was just like, okay, whatever, yeah. <laughs> I I do want to give monk a whirl. Ninja, I mean, Shadow Fang being removed. Uh, there. Ninja, I just felt like they were trying to streamline a little bit. Um, because Ninja, I think they were already worried about that being a little a little challenging to play, Tark. Yeah, with the mudras, uh, I, I myself have problems making sure that I get that balance in and, and woven in, you know, consistently. Um, losing Shadow Fang, it seemed like a... That's the one ability I would always forget about, like, Oh yeah, I have a dot. I need to apply that. It didn't feel like part of the kit. It was just an extra thing to do. So I'm I understand that that's going away. Um, I'm not sure what else is is going on with Ninja though. Um, some flashy abilities though. Justin in chat saying the monk trailer made me want to try it. I'm not gonna lie. It all it made me no, want to try yeah, it too. Me- uh, it looked like there was just much better uh, opportunities during burst phases. Uh, even if you weren't necessarily the 100% best in the world uh, at playing it. Then, of course, I mean, let's just get right down to it, right? Reaper is what everybody wanted to see when we started talking about uh, melee DPS. And we got to see in the job action trailer the Reaper using their scythe, using their avatar uh, on different attacks simultaneously, the avatar possessing the player to use stronger abilities, They'll have buffs that they can apply to their party. They got their own like uh, tool set to get you know advantages. Job gauge was called what the soul gauge. Soul and shroud. shroud. Yeah, soul, soul and shroud were the the two. Build up the soul gauge uh, and then use the shroud gauge to become possessed and used more powerful combos as you go there. Uh, they compared it to samurai which I thought was interesting at first. I was like, wait, I don't get it. But they were trying to make the, like, it's a pure DPS class. Uh, a pure DPS class. And it does have a buff, though. It does. Yeah, yeah it yeah. does. They have they have two two things that they need the party for. Um, and then they have a self-buff. Um, they're really interesting, actually. They're more interesting than I thought they were going to be. I was kind of worried it would just kind of be, you know, samey. But I think they're actually pretty in-depth. Um, and it seems like there's a lot of a lot of people are already theorizing like um, the openers and stuff, and I, I think we have we've pretty much seen like all the skills. Now, yeah. will they make it the way they are? We don't know, um, but it, it's pretty simple. Yeah, like you said, you you build your soul gauge, you spend your soul gauge on your positional reaper attacks, then that procs your stuff that builds your blue gauge, and then you build your blue gauge until you can become possessed, and then you have basically um, machinist level of yeah. GCD while hitting positionals. Um, so I, I almost took it when they said the samurai, I almost took it as how busy it is. Because samurai is a very busy, like you're hitting buttons. Oh, yeah. Like you're just doing stuff. Um, you're never really, there's no, like samurai doesn't really have, like yeah, they have bursty stuff, but samurai is like always on. That's kind of their thing. And I feel like Reaper is going to feel like that a little bit too, where it's like you're always kind of going. You're just, there's like very little downtime. Their job gauge here looks badass. I love it. Yeah. It's badass. Yeah. Yeah. Their skills look sweet, too. I do like finally having scythes in the game, Tark. I still think Dark Knights should have had scythes. I'm not (laughs) going to let it go. I'm not going to ever let it go. I'm not going to ever let it go. 
cry. I, well, around. I will. I will. It's my show. I'll do what the hell I want. Uh, we have the seven-hour stream. You can cry. <laughs> there we go. Plenty of time. Plenty for of time for tears. Uh, then we went on to ranged DPS. We talked about uh, phys- they, they broke it up physical and magical. So we had bards, machinists, and dancers uh, by themselves. Uh, and then, I, you know, as much as these are interesting, I don't personally have anything to say about the three of these because they kind of, it felt like they didn't have much to they say about these. <laughs> they spent longer on teleportation fees <laughs> and belts. They, the they rolled of the range. right yes. through the three the physical range DPS class. Yeah. Uh, they just really went right through. And really just named some, hey, like, this name is changing. This ability isn't here. You're going to have a new follow-up. Uh, Bards, you'll have something after Apex Arrow. We're not going to tell you what the follow-up action is. Uh, Machinist, you'll have a, the chainsaw. Uh, Machines is pretty much unchanged. Yeah, they, add, they, yeah. Add, they just it's, there's just like just added ability, almost like samurai, right? Where they're just building yeah. on top, and directly on top. Dancers, you're gonna get some more follow up actions too, but we're not telling you what mm-hmm. those are. And that was like it. They were like, okay, we're done with physical rage DPS. <laughs> I'm surprised. I feel, like, I feel like for Bard uh, that they're maybe trying to hedge it more towards a little more support. Um, get it out of that weird middle zone. I don't know if you felt that. With I don't. What they were discussing. I think because so if you watch the job action trailer with mm-hmm. Bard. They obviously changed a fair amount. You have the, these the the songs are now extended. There's like three seals. You spend the seals on some kind of buff. We don't know if that's party or self or or if their songs even affect themselves still. Like I mean, well not still because they don't now, but it, it'd be a nice change. Um, so like I thought they were gonna like go into Bard when they like went through it really fast. It's like okay, he's gonna play Bard, obviously, right? Nope. No, no, yeah. he nope. just like we kept going through. So it almost makes me feel like they haven't finalized what Bard does yet. Probably right? not. So like maybe they're still trying to fine tune stuff, and that's why they kind of cut Bard a little short, which feels bad, because like I don't think Bard's in the same boat as like Dark Knight, and we'll talk about Scholar in a second, where people are kind of down on it, because I do think Bard is obviously getting some changes. We just don't know what they are. Yeah. (laughs) So. Just no details. Yeah. Nope. But we did get details on the magical range DPS side. Oh boy. One class in particular. So. Let me just say a little piece about Black Mage, and then we can move on because Black Mage looked freaking fantastic. Yep. Black yes, Mage absolutely. looked very the way I described it in the MMOBomb.com post I put up was very Shantotoe. Uh, it yeah. did seem very Shantotoe for you, Final Fantasy Eleven fans. Enochian's now a trait. Good. Uh, Good. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it doesn't make me sad. Um, it's it's you know something I don't have to worry about now. Uh, it's automatically applied now if you have uh, Astral Fire uh, or Umbral Ice. Uh, and then they said, hey, sometimes if you do things right, when you go back and forth from Astral Fire to Umbral Ice, you'll actually get some new actions. And we could see in the oh. job trailer right above the Umbral Hearts in the uh, in the job gauge, there was like a mixed Fire Ice diamond that was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that showed up, and then upon a cast of a spell that rocked the target with fire and then splashed it with ice in the same cast, that icon went away. So we get to see one of the abilities, but now we're seeing the elements coming together. Um, they also changed what uh, with Fire 2 and Blizz 2. Yeah, there be. I think yep. we're... So he mentioned like the translation thing. I'm pretty sure we're just going to get him as Fire 5 and Blizzard 5. But Probably. in Japan, 
because that doesn't exist. They don't have like because you know like in the traditional games they end at like Faraja. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they're already yeah. there. So I think that's why they're changing it to like High Fira high, Two. Yeah, High Fira. Or high Fira. Yep. But I think we're just gonna get it as Fire Five, Blizzard Five. But I'm glad they're making use of those skills because they are pointless right now. Uh, so. Sharp Cast, we're getting two charges too. Uh, so yeah, I am just through the moon happy about Black Mage. Uh, I would have liked a scathe, a useful scathe. Could I get a useful scathe? Uh, <laughs> I didn't. Well, I, at least not in this. But you know, one can dream. One can dream. That's how you move around. So do DPS, right? Uh, to, yeah. yeah, Chronos. No, you did not. Use, you did not. <laughs> you know. do not no, hit you that button. <laughs> you you hold triple cast. You stare yeah. at it while it's off cooldown, and yep. then you move. Yeah. <laughs> or you wait for a proc. Uh, Chronos, you had already mentioned Red Mage, so I I won't take up all the thunder there. I'll let you yeah. finish that one off because Red Mage looks a lot. I already enjoy Red Mage. It looks faster. It looks more engaging. It mm-hmm. looks more entertaining. I can't wait. I already like it, and I think it's just going to get better here too. It looks badass. It really does. But yeah, go ahead, Tark. Sweet. No, no, no. Oh, uh, so I think the red mage changes are just good. Um, so like, uh, I, I knew they were probably going to get a scorch follow up. They got that. It looks really sweet though. Uh, the fact that like Verholi and that are going to be AOE now, so now they don't really have to like their AOE stuff's going to be a lot better in dungeons. So uh, Moulin A looks like it gives you charges. There's still some things in there. I don't know exactly what's going on, but the fact that your melee combo is 50-50, like I said, and now Manification, you don't have to double your mana anymore. It just gives you 50-50. So you're just going straight into your melee combo. Uh, You're just going to be in melee range. I mean, they did reduce the amount of white and black mana you get from spells, so it won't be the same. But you will be doing more melee combos, which will be nice. And Also, why why are they getting a defensive buff? They already raised like no tomorrow, <laughs> and now, sure. like so like that was another thing we were joking about. Uh, like you you spend like five seconds on the rage DPS, and they, that's like literally the only, the only reason you bring them to a party right now is that buff and your extra one percent that you get, which you know is nice. But like now you can just bring red mage, yeah, mm-hmm. and you're just yeah. like cool. I guess I got that too. So yeah, I think red mage is gonna be like a super good prog class, at least at first glance. We'll see though. I, who knows, but they Sum- look cool. Summoner is new class number three for Endwalker behind Reaper yes, and is. Sage, uh, and they spent quite a bit of time on summoners. First off, uh, yeah, your dots, yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't do that anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's just legitimately. I'm, I'm not telling you to take it off your hotbars. I, I am telling you that you don't do dots anymore. <laughs> like yeah. you are not a dot class anymore. Uh, that's pretty extensive remo- re- uh, just an overall overhaul of the entire thing. Damage over time dots, those are gone. Uh, your summons are being changed to actually be Ifrit, uh, Garuda, and Titan rather than like that little thing you so know good. that represented them. So uh, good, and that augments your abilities by which one you have cast. I'm going to say summoners uh, it was my subheadline in the article was, oh by the way, summoners are actually summoners now, Tark. It's still not the way I would want it, but I come from Final Fantasy XI where summoners literally had one-on-one battles with every summon to beat them to be able to summon and then could summon every single one, but this is a huge step in the right direction for for me. Um, and like the the number, 
Summoner Gear is selling like hotcakes right now on the market <laughs> boards. Like absolute <laughs> gangbusters. You can make a fortune if you sell Summoner Gear right now, Tark. This is exactly what I wanted. I wanted the summons to be summons to be integral to the core of the gameplay. And it is now. The fact that you're you have abilities that take on the traits of what you've just summoned, icing on the cake. This the whole theme of this job has been totally redone. It's exactly where I wanted it to be. It's amazing. Love it. They were very careful though. They were like, these aren't you're not actually summoning Ifrit, Kronos. Yes, you are. Because that would be bad the way we've built our lore if you just I walked mean... around summoning primals. So say what you want. They're representations of Ifrit. They're representations of Garuda. <laughs> It's Aerial Blast. That's Earth and Fury. It's them. Uh, I'm going to feel bad turning my effects off now with summoners right? in my party, honestly, <laughs> because they're so cool. Uh, no, it's a great change. My only thing is, like, why is Carbuckle still there? He looks so he looks so sad and My out of place. son said the same thing. Like, <laughs> like he, he mains a summoner, and I said, oh, man, you're basically getting a new class. He didn't watch it, so he watched it the next day, and Torchwood comes back, and he's like, I don't like it. And I'm like, what? What is wrong with you? And he's like, it's not that I don't like it being more based on summons. I, I'm all for that, but it's I I summon Ifrit and then he's gone immediately. Yeah. He was like, if they were going to change it, I want to run around with Ifrit and run around with Garuda. And I said, man, you should have played Final so, Fantasy Eleven back in the day. <laughs> I think the reason they did want to do that too is because right now they're currently, and if you watch the trailer closely, I think they fixed this, like with Bahana and Phoenix. If you try to move while they're out, they just go, their AI goes crazy. Yeah. And like they don't know how to attack or they queue up their actions and they get ghosted. And so now it looks like the summons don't move. And I think by just channeling them, like Ruby Carbuckle, it didn't even look, or not Ruby, but uh, I think it was Emerald, Emerald or whatever. Yeah, it was Emerald. Where they wasn't even attacking. It does have some abilities, though, because when you hovered over them. Um, so there are abilities that specifically require you to have the Carbuncle out. But uh, I think pets aren't, I think pets are just going to follow the summoner now. And I think Bahamut and Phoenix look like they just don't move. So I think that's overall good for rating, for consistency purposes. But I do understand, like, he wants, he wants the big dudes around. Although I, I'm going to have to probably figure out, do they have Titan size? Can I shrink that dude? Because there's no <laughs> yes. way I'm going to be able to see anything. <laughs> Can I shrink that? <laughs> yeah, they, they, they showed that, actually, I believe, when they actually played the Summoner. They oh, did they? Small okay. They had a small Titan. Okay, cool. Because there's no way I could see past him, dude. Yeah. I'm a little Lollafell, man. Little I'm trying Lala. to see, <laughs> yeah, trying to see the boss, the raid boss. I can't see past him, dude. All I see is Titan ass. Like... <laughs> it's only there for two seconds. <laughs> Calm it down. Maybe I could die in two seconds. Uh... <laughs> Uh, then we moved on to healers. Uh, every single one getting a new single target buff. All getting your offensive abilities, having the cooldowns on them reduced. Having your limit break range increased by 50, uh, increased to 50 yalms. Uh, and all the other healers that aren't white mages, you're getting an AOE debilitating effect to kind of help you compete with uh, white mages wholly. So pretty uh, pretty nice changes across the board. I will defer to you two healers. Skip Sage, but whatever you want to say about the global changes and individual class changes, speak now or forever hold your peace, Tark. Skip Sage, like I said. We'll get to that. Skip Sage. Uh... I like the change of the DPS to 
what is it, 1.5 seconds? It's they're all Malefix um, now, yeah. Yeah, they're all Malefix, so they're all the same as Astros now. I, it definitely helps White Mage more because uh, they didn't really have any window. They didn't have like a light speed or um, anything equivalent to really help take advantage of that. Um, Scholars had Ruin, um, so we could use that for weaving. Uh, I, but I feel that, that is a good change overall. So they're, they're kind of, again, homogenized a little bit in that. Um, but now you can weave in properly your your heels and stuff. So yep. I like that. Yeah, like you said, it incentivizes people to use their goddamn healing abilities. <laughs> yeah, imagine so that. no no more excuses for glare mages not healing. Like you have mm -hmm. to use your especially now Benison has two charges and stuff. Like you please use your Benison, please use your Tetra. They're not emergency buttons. Just use them, man. And now that you can actually weave without clipping your glares, that's gonna feel really good. The only thing, uh lilies are gonna have to change because right now lilies are really your movement tool while you heal because you don't want to clip and it's your tool for weaving. So I feel like those are going to come off the GCD, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, mm. Other than that, like I think, yeah, like having a 1.5 broil, that's going to feel really good on Scholar. Uh, Astro already have it. Astro feels like a very different class. I was caught off guard by that, honestly, yeah. uh, because Astro was in such a good place. Maybe not some people don't like the way it plays, but it's like the best healer, Like, and it feels pretty good when you pull it off. But I guess they just didn't like having all the damage tied to cards and so now Div doesn't even require seals. Um, you have some new attack, I guess, that you like consume seals to do. They're they also getting the the sim yeah. similar to like um, a size on uh, yeah. White Mage. They're yeah. getting a healing and offensive thing together yeah. too. It, it's interesting. I don't even know. Like I still have a lot of questions about Astro. So I think the media tour will probably clear some stuff up because I thought they would show that a little bit more too. And they they just showed the stuff and they're like, okay, moving on, like. And then one more thing overall, uh, you know, we have this split between barrier and pure healer. I'm not seeing really much of a difference between the two. I don't know if you feel that way. It, yeah, I think it's really just in the AOE heals because it seems like the yeah. the shield healers have access to a couple regions and the mm -hmm. region healers have access to a couple shields. Um, so th there's no hard fast. Yeah, it made so, it seem like it was going to be a hard fast line. And there is a lot of mingling. We'll see. On. Maybe the potencies. Well, like we don't know, yeah, right? Maybe There's that's, a lot maybe of things. That's where gonna... And maybe damage and raids will be to the point where like shields will be kind of pseudo required at least for a little while until they get kind of overgeared. I don't know, but yeah, you're not wrong. Like it doesn't really feel like because like I mean we'll get into it in a second, but read some of those sage abilities, man. Like yeah, they seem pretty good. We'll see though. A lot of raw healing that I'm seeing there. Yeah, just yeah. a bit. Just a bit. Uh, we speaking of the devil. Here you go. Here is the sage's job gauge, which we got I love to my see. New job. Yes, yeah. Tark's already <laughs> got it memorized. Uh, we also <laughs> just like Reaper or uh, just uh, like Summoner. We saw them play this one a little bit. Uh, there was a gameplay summary and demonstration segment on here. Sage will be able to attack and heal specific party members at the same time. So a little interesting there. They're going to use a resource called Cardia, not Cardio. Not, you're not, <laughs> not going to be doing your Cardio. You're going to be using your Cardia. That's going to be their heals and buffs for offensive magic and everything. Tark, it's your baby. I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you go first. Go ahead. 
the first thing I noticed was I love the naming conventions they use for all these abilities. It's very doctory. So I like that. Um, I like the change of gameplay where you're healing as you do DPS. I find that kind of fascinating. And it's kind of a different way of maybe doing a fairy instead. You know, you had the fairy. This Now you have direct control over who you're healing as you DPS. So that's pretty awesome. Right, but I'm going to tell you this. And again, I yeah. casually do healer, right? That's why I kind yeah. of defer to you two on like the higher end analysis, but I chime in with the bits that I like on on all things healing. Just like mm -hmm. you guys defer to me to fucking black mage because I black mage it up. Uh, but I, I'm going to say, I watched the sage stuff. I agree with what you're talking about. I thought it was compelling on, oh, okay, look, you can do damage in this. And I was like, don't you dare tell me you can't make a necromancer and have it be a healer now. Don't you <laughs> dare tell me we can't do that because it would be too much DPS. And don't you dare because this is like inches away from being a necromancer healer. Uh, it really is. Oh, just cast drain. You know, just drain the lore. That son of it's a the, bitch. It's the, it's the lore, Mike. You can't yeah. have an it's evil healer. Get, no get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. If Living Dead doesn't get changed because of lore, they still need white mages, dude. You're probably not getting your They're necro. now letting you summon Ifrit, and the only reason that they can That's get true. away with it is because they said, well, it's not It's it's not the real one. It's not Ifrit. actually Ifrit. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah. not, not, it's not the real one. It's not the real it's, one. It's anyway. just like how my uh, my bear could fly, dude. It's just magic. I anyway. I was watching magic. that and I'm like, seriously, I can't have a drain healer now at this point because I would do nothing but heal. I my necro heal in Elder Scrolls Online. So let me do it in Final Fantasy. Go ahead. Yeah, Sorry. love a. I'd love to have a, a true like Rift Chloromancer. That would be amazing. But we're not going to get that kind of level. Um, so I'm going to accept it for what it is. Um, I really want to get my hands on this. Um, see how that all flows. My initial thoughts is these could be dungeon healing gods if we can like dot up everything and then just that just heals up the tank without having to really worry about it and just pew 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 all day long. Um, but we need we need to get my hands on it. Um, and I gotta I've seen the tooltips. I haven't dived deep into them, but it looks awesome. And I have a weapon finally that is not a book. Yeah, it's four pointy things that fly around you. <laughs> and shoot lasers. Pew, you call new lists. Yes, they're newlets. Yeah, they're four thingies. <laughs> and the sound effects. Oh, so good. Pew, it's the, pew. It's the four flying thingies. The four flying thingies. Yeah, the, the, the international the, sign for Sage. <laughs> the effects do look really cool. They have like a gap closer too. They do. Pretty, pretty cool. I've read every tooltip that they've put out. Um, so I've kind of tried to dissect a bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean... They have like a dance partner thing, which is kind of cool. There's also one other resource that is below the bar that's not full at the image. Uh, I think it's called Adder Sting, which gives them access to like some insta cast damage. Um, they have more damage buttons actually than the other healers, but it seems like the idea being that they're the same potency and you get them off of like procs or something or you use them in stacks. So I think that's how they're going to move around. I think that's the way they move. Um, and then they also have that other ability that like kind of buffs their next ability, which is how they get access to their dot, um, which is kind of cool, kind of unique. Uh, it from the just the number standpoint, it didn't look like the heals they got just off of doing damage was super high, but the fairy heals are some, also aren't super high, so yeah. it's probably like kind of in comparison to that to keep them kind of like together. But I, I will say there there's benefits to having either or I think, but I do think just face value the doing damage and telling who I want to heal is probably going to be stronger. Yeah. Um, they look really interesting. I think they're going to be a very popular class. 
Uh, you're gonna be have a hard yeah. time finding scholars, dude. Uh, picking scholar out of like in Limsa, I don't think they're gonna really be there. I know, which is funny. We, we kind of skipped over scholar when we were talking about yeah. healers. I think I mentioned them one time. Uh, it feels kind of bad. Uh, I don't I think they're bad. bad. I don't think they're a bad class. Um, they just I didn't think... get any good shiny stuff. No, and honestly, didn't. white mage didn't really either. Outside of like the one little flower totem thing they put right, on the ground they were already in a position where the right. other healers were yeah, being like brought samurai. up to white mage <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they were like samurai they're you know don't touch the class add a little shiny you know yeah. cherry on how the about we just make the other classes on par with this one here yeah <laughs> I, I like again scholar might end up being like potency wise very very strong we don't know but um it just Maybe. feels bad that like their one flashy skill is kind of just a meme um, <laughs> like the, the biggest meme um, is the sprint buff and it being tied to a defensive cooldown? Yeah. Like, you're not gonna plan and a counter around having a scholar no. and the sprint buff. No, you're gonna use it for the defensive buff and yeah. probably to troll people in raids that you don't exactly. want to sprint in. Yeah, it's gonna be like not quite as bad I... as rescue, probably, but still pretty bad. Oh, and just just forward march mechanics or yeah. you know, side march yeah. mechanics. You pop that just before it goes off. Yeah, watch people go into a wall or, or misjudge their and yeah, they're gonna do that. We're gonna hate you. Yeah, they're gonna do that. People already do, do it now. People already do it now with rescue, so they're gonna do it. Yeah. Hey, I, I don't understand. I that just change. like you know you you know the fun, or you could probably guess if you don't the fun I have with ethereal manipulation. Uh, so. <laughs> That's How do you feel about like three jobs having a three? Yeah, no. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> and, they, and they could go to the boss. You can't. I can't. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 Uh, all right. So, so just some general battle changes. We kind of talked about this one actually a few weeks ago, where we were kind of just doing a little speculation on. Hey, we knew the party finder was going to allow you to segregate the two types of healers, like for lack of a better term, pure and barrier. Uh, so we did get details here that Savage Raid Finder and the Party Finder tools will get the two healer category options. Uh, the regular Duty Finder, as we expected, will not uh, segregate into those types when it's queuing up. A healer is a healer. Get your four, get your eight, go do your content. Uh, yeah. But Savage Raid Finder, Party Finder will have that. They are changing the duty reward drops as well. So this breaks down uh, with trials that have weapon drops. They're going to drop a weapon coffer in addition to the regular weapon reward to accommodate the number of jobs in the game now. Uh, some people seem surprised by this. I, I'm not sure why. We did something very, very similar when the last new classes were added a couple of times. This also applies to the fourth tier of high-end raids released in Heavensward. So that's Coils of Bahamut Savage, uh, Alexander Savage, you know, all that stuff. Uh, high-end raids released through Stormblood will now drop gear and accessories in coffers instead of direct equipment drops. Coils, Savage, excluding accessories, Alexander Savage, and Omega Savage. So uh, this was just, uh, you know, okay, yep. Makes yeah, sense. Make the loot make the loot system uniform across the board. Um, yep. The one thing I just want to see finally for those that are glam hunting, you know, why can't we have the 50, 60, 70, 80 dungeons drop a piece of loot that you could use? That's the one thing we're missing. But maybe next time. Yeah, you mean like the free loot after you beat the dungeon? It, yeah, like it. with the leveling. What, yeah, it, it's not like we are going to actually use it. I mean, it's, it's a good catch up mechanic. 
You healers got to like this one, right? Party members cast target is now shown in the party list. That's yes, got to help with, the with the raise. Four right? raise, yes. Yeah. It's, that's four raise. Yeah. <laughs> Delete every raise macro you have. I don't want to see them anymore. I don't need to know that you're my dad and uh, get up off the ground. Um, just get rid of them, please. As soon as I was like, well, yeah, that's that's for raise. That's what that's for. That's it. Yeah. Uh, also, health... I can make fun of people, too, when they're attacking the wrong target. So. Health bars <laughs> display for uh, characters even when they are downed by default now. If you don't know, that's actually been in the UI for a while. Uh, you can turn it on. But now it'll be on by default. Uh, Unreal Trials, if you've been enjoying those, those are now suspended or going to be suspended until 6.1. Uh, while they rebalance for the 90 level cap, I think that kind of makes sense and will probably be yeah. the standard from here on out. Expansion launch, the unreals go away, they come back in the dot one. Uh, yep. That kind of makes good. sense. Uh, yep. As as Chrono said, I really don't care about belts leaving, but if you do, there is a whole post that went up on the lodestone this week. And for those of you that haven't bothered to read any of this stuff, your speed belt is being replaced by a speed ring. Please stop asking. Please stop asking. They thought of it. They thought of it. Like, oh, we got we to fix that. Stop asking. Uh, they did talk about the, the stat squish a little bit, too. Uh, and actually, it's the first time we've gotten percentages, if you want to say that, on what this is going to look like. The current estimate is that level 80 stats will shrink to one-fifth of their current levels. So that's where my math earlier on if an ability deals 20K now, it will deal 4K uh, yeah. in the stat squish. But percentage-wise of the boss's health or your target's health, that will still be 8%, uh, whether it was 20K or 4K. Uh, so there you go. We get a little bit of a peek into the math. That's the current estimate, of course, just like everything in the live letter, right? Nothing is final. All of this could change, and we could just be talking about, you know, right out our assholes on this. Who knows? Uh, and they're going to give us. Go ahead. Sorry, they're 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 also going to give us a, a special echo buff for undersized um, if it needs a little bit of tweaking. So yeah, they they're thinking of that as well. So that's good. Yep, that's actually the next thing in the show notes: enhanced oh, echo for undersized. Uh, almost made me, almost fooled me into thinking you were reading the show notes. <laughs> You almost fooled me into thinking you were reading the show notes. Uh, this was interesting, though. This this is the first time I've heard this, gentlemen. XP being downscaled, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but not an impact to the time to level. We're just talking more percentages here. But this piece was, maybe I missed it, and you guys can correct me, but I don't think I saw this anywhere until this. Dungeon XP from regular mobs uh, as you go through the dungeon will no longer give you XP anymore. That XP reward is being shifted to the corresponding boss that happens in that segment of the dungeon. For So you don't get XP from trash in dungeons anymore. You'll just get more from the bosses. I, I Did I just miss it, or was this the first they, time? They mentioned they said, it. Did they mention no, this? I it, totally yeah, missed this. It was pretty quick. They didn't really spend much time on it. No, I mean, in the live letter, I saw it. I'm yeah. asking yeah. if no, that's the first time that okay. we saw. It. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. The letter was the first time they mentioned it. Yeah, no, sorry, I didn't. I didn't realize what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I I saw it in the live letter, and that's why I brought it to the show. I had not seen it before, and I just wanted to make sure I didn't just miss an announcement anyway. Yeah, no, that was the first time they said it. All right, Chronos, uh, I'm going to give you four hours now. Talk about <laughs> the Aetherite changes. They don't matter. 
Who cares? If you're getting broke by 13 for 1300 gil from 999 gil, I don't know, dude. Yeah, like no. maybe the maybe go to the booth. I'm sorry, go into players. the go into those changes in more detail. <laughs> uh the cost is gonna go up <laughs> on teleporting. There's gonna be more so they're removing... to teleport tool too. <laughs> they rebalanced based on distance. And they removed the cap from 999. So now when we go to the moon, it's going to cost us 5K. And when we come back, it'll cost us another 5K. So as I've been telling people, set your uh, Aetherite points appropriately. You know, if you're going from Limsa to Gugane, put a favorite spot there. Cut that in half. Put your free spot somewhere. Put your return. You know, plan your stuff accordingly. Um, especially for new players, it'll be very important because you won't have a lot of gil like you know the 23 million i have or however much you guys have i mean it's really easy to make 5k but yeah i mean definitely set your home point take advantage of your free point if you care much about like that but yeah i mean i don't know i don't really feel like i do much in game and i'm sitting on like 90 million gil so so tell me a little bit about eighth rate travel changes uh they're going up (laughs) i explained it all we're done we still have two hours to kill so go through it again (laughs) Well, let's talk about belts. Go back to the belts. But why? But why <laughs> are we doing that? Belts. But why are we doing that? Well, yeah. we have to maintain the aetherites, um, and it needs gill. So we, we, data center changes are more. being pushed oh. back <laughs> past six zero. I yeah. If you didn't see this yeah. comment, I don't know what yeah. to tell you at this point. Yeah. As the server has just continued to get beat up and beat up and beat up. If you didn't see the data center changes, were getting pushed back. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, we did get crafting, just a snippet here, uh, and this was more. I think I think they brought this up more for inventory than for crafting, right? Yeah, uh, health, health of the game yeah. issues. Yeah. Uh, high quality drops are going to be removed, so like mob drops and and g- gathering drops, the the HQ versions of those are are going to be removed. Uh, there's still high quality gear, but the drops, yeah, that, those are going away to help clean inventory. They're going to give any abilities that have a HQ. Would you stop? What the fuck are you doing in the show notes? I'm, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> this is Tarkov. He's like jumping around. and I'm, hi- I'm highlighting things. Highlighting shit. <laughs> I'm like, are you having a seizure? What are you doing? Do I need to call an ambulance for my friend here? Does it look like I am? Uh, <laughs> high quality gathering bonus abilities. Those are going to be retooled into normal bonuses. Uh, stay tuned for more on crafting and gathering on the 5th of November. We have a very last minute, last couple of things here. Naoki Yoshida and Hironobu Sakaguchi are going to be part of the presentation we've talked about before at the Tokyo Game Show. They're actually going to have a full interview on the appeal and potential of RPGs. And you know what? Uh, Sakaguchi-san was not coy. He was like, hey, I'm going to be talking to him. It's going to be simulcast in English and Chinese. And by the way, yeah, I'm asking about Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> it's like, It'd yeah, I'm going awesome. to ask him about 16. So do you think, like, this was the way that Yoshi P was kind of like, Square wants 16 at Tokyo <laughs> Game Show. I am not ready to bring something to Tokyo Game Show yet. I don't want to bring anything. And they were, and he was like, "How about if I go talk to find the Godfather of Final Fantasy, Hironobu Sakaguchi, 
And I let them ask me a couple of questions about 16. And they were like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> like, I feel like that was the compromise. <laughs> but this should be yeah, a without... tremendous interview, and it is simulcast oh. in, in English as well. So I will definitely be it. watching it. Do you think oh, we're yeah. going to get a new trailer for no, 16? Comes out of this? You think this I is think it? it's just going to be just talking, talking points. Yeah. I, it'd be cool. Uh, this, I, man, could you imagine? I mean, these are two legends in the Final Fantasy. Oh, just, hell yeah. I just feel like you set it up. Now I kind of want something more. I know that's greedy, but you know, <laughs> I don't know. Just keep your expectations, Jay. You can greed. Just well, you want something more? Here. I'll give you something more. Here. Here. <laughs> How you feel about a one thousand dollar Yishtola doll? Woof. I'm good. <laughs> nope. When I initially saw that, I thought, okay, three hundred dollars. <laughs> that looks like a three hundred dollar doll. When they okay, dropped so that one thousand dollar price tag, yeah, nine hundred and eighty. If we're being specific, right? But oh. this is a Dolphy Dream doll. Oh. Uh, so there is a, you know, a collector's high market doll company price tag with this thing. I'm not going to lie, right? When they started, why don't I get two? <laughs> when they started showing it, this doll from the bottom up, she's huge, by the way. Uh, yeah. But but the dolls from that line, from the, the Dolphy Dream uh, line are. When they started showing this from the bottom up, I was like, that is gorgeous. Like, look at all the, the tailoring that they did on the outfit. They got up to the top, and I was like, what the fuck did they do to her hair? <laughs> What is and that, that is not your Stola's face. What Come is on. that? <laughs> I don't know what they did to the hair. The doll, besides the hair, for me, I think it looks absolutely gorgeous. I think it would. I think that is her face, but it would look more her uh, face if the hair were a little more on point. Um, what, yeah. I, what I found fascinating is that people buy these dolls more oh, the, for the clothing. Oh yeah. They'll take oh yeah. Clothing one, off. One hundred percent. I'm yeah. like, wow. Yeah, 100% Crazy. this line is known for. That is not a $1,000 dress. Uh, it's already up for pre-order in the North American and Europe Square Enix stores. You have until November 21st to get your order in. Uh, most of them are this expensive. So, you know, it's not like they're going for a premium for to milk Final Fantasy 14 fans. No, if you're a fan of this line of dolls, you're getting milked already. It doesn't matter what they, what character they make it. Uh, last up, we already mentioned the media tour embargo lifts on the 13th. We know Sly and Happy and a lot of our friends are going to be there, so support their content. Of course, we'll be bringing it in bite-sized bits and full versions of the Relic Grind on uh, Ready Check Radio and on our YouTube channel. And Chronos. Uh, I'm going to turn it over to you because I didn't get a chance to watch this before the show. There were a couple items in the Nintendo Direct you wanted to talk about. Uh, yeah, so they, they just announced a few things. So there's the Chocobo GP, I think is what it's called. Uh, it's pretty much just, I guess, like spiritual successor to like the old PS1 racing game. Yeah. looks a lot like Mario Kart. I mean, it, it was kind of like that before, but it seems to be leading a little bit more. It looks fun. I'll probably get it. Uh, they you announced probably the, you're buying it. Shut up. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm you gonna big buy baby. it. Baby, but... you're buying it. I'm buying it too. <laughs> I gotta at least pretend to myself <laughs> that I might not buy it. Okay, <laughs> all right, give me a break. Uh, uh, Pro Project Triangle got a release date, uh, March 4th, I believe, of next year, which is pretty cool. Still called Project Triangle. Yeah, that's weird. Our triangle strategy is our triangle strategy. Project Triangle oh, strategy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know if that'll be final name, but. 
Yeah, and then I think the only other thing they showed was the Yoko Taro card game. They kind of went a little bit more. There's a new trailer for it. Uh, it looks pretty much like a tabletop game. I mean, there's dice rolling. There's cards on the board. You're moving like a game piece, like a physical game piece. So, Yeah, cool. we're going to get it. And, uh, I mean, we got the new table set up. If you didn't check out the stream on Monday of this week, please do, particularly if you like Final Fantasy TCG. We did some close-up magic. We did some FFTCG deck tech talks. So the new table is completely constructed. The overhead camera shots and the lighting are all up. We tested all the tech. It worked wonderfully. The picture was beautiful. So now, no longer will we have just the small space over here for the uh, tabletop games. So we will get the Yokotaru game, and then we'll we'll drive Kronos up here or something, and, and we'll, we'll we'll play it right at the table. You're trying to like Final Fantasy Indie Grona in chat. Cheers for the indie. We love indie. Hopefully yes, Blizzard gets its shit together so that we can go ahead and do a Snowbound again one of these days. Still on hiatus because Blizzard. Can't get its shit together. Gentlemen, let's slide over and do Love It or Leave It. For those of you that watch every week, thank you. For those of you that don't, what the hell is wrong with you? Love It or Leave It is the segment we end every show with, and this is where I give you something Square Enix related. Could be a game, could be a system, could be a feature, could be a press release, could be anything that I think is even tangentially related to Square Enix. And I ask you, do you love it and you want more of it, or do you want to leave it and throw it aside? And you know what? It's been a long show, gentlemen. I appreciate you sticking around, uh, you know, almost an hour and a half on this show. I appreciate uh, Faye. Uh, who's going to stream after the show, being willing to give us a little time. Though she knows by now that the live letter shows always go a little long. So much appreciated. And all of our volunteers behind the scenes at Ready Check Radio, we love you all. So I'm going to keep it nice and easy, gents. Let's wrap this up and get out of here. Love it or leave it, the job actions trailer, Kronos. Love it. Yeah, you can just move Tark. on. I, think, I feel like I've already said it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I might have to say leave it, you know, I only watched it five times. I mean, come on. Only no, I love five. it. It was the best one so far. I know. I'm not at your I'm level. I'm going to love it, too. Yeah. I'm sure everybody is shocked by this. I'm sure everybody is shocked by this. Best one. Love it. Love it. Uh, you mean you don't want to talk about Blizzard changing, changing women into bowls of fruit? Ironically, Justin, we did talk about that in a brief Blizzard update two weeks ago on um, Gaming Gumbo. It's right at the top of the show. Uh, and I also talked about it on Always Online, the replacement to the free-to-play cast on MMOBomb.com. If you're not doing anything tomorrow, that's twitch.tv slash MMOBomb 1 p.m. We will be doing Always Online, and then we'll be streaming with some of the devs from the Neverwinter team and giving away some goodies. So come join us, twitch.tv slash MMOBomb. But chat, don't go anywhere right after today's show. Ms. Faye Death, going to be live, streaming here on Ready Check Radio. What's up, Faye? How are you? I'm all right. How about you guys? I can't complain. Thank you for your patience. I know no, the live letter shows, you know, they... Uh, I, I know I haven't been on in forever, but I, too, am a fan of the Final Fantasy XIV, so it is still all very interesting. And Yay. What are you streaming today? Um. Well, I had a long day and it's the first day of fallish feeling here so we're gonna go traipse around in the woods in 76 and fallout 76 yeah 
She is a little low. Yeah, she is. Her volume is a little oh. low. It's fine. Okay. We can hear you. It's just Baron's being a big baby in chat. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, you know, you can come take it up with me in chat in just a few minutes. He spelled Faye wrong, even though Faye is right on the screen. Yeah. This- Baron. I mean, that's Baron. 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 We love Baron Vegabon. We love him. Chat, hang out. 15 seconds, we'll go dark, and then we'll bring it up relabeled for Faye. Faye, we'll see you in just a few minutes. We will, of course, be back next Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern, for another episode of The Relic Grind. But don't miss Always Online tomorrow at MMO Bomb. And then Saturday, we have Gaming Gumbo, your weekly gaming wrap-up, where I'm sure we will be digging into a lot more of Nintendo Direct information and some other topics with Jason and Yod. Until then, Kronos, where can everybody find you? Yeah, same as always. Twitter. Hopefully, I can figure out my camera stuff next. <laughs> Tark. Uh, find me on Twitter at Tarkov Gaming. Uh, Full time streaming. Uh, we'll also be making some videos on YouTube at Tarkov Gaming, and as always on Twitch at Tarkov Gaming. Woot woot! I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right there at Magic Man One or at MMO Bomb. But more importantly, follow at RC Radio R A I D E O so that you get tweets every time we go live with a podcast or one of our volunteer streamers heads out and wants to hang out with you in some game. Until next time, stay safe. We'll see you on the server. Later. <laughs>